and welcome to the New Arc Podcast. This is an experiment with me, Elliot, and my co-host, Zaf. And Zaf has chosen the subject for today's podcast. Do we want to tell them a bit about the show? Sure. So I think the premise is that there's an arc. There is an arc. Did you notice it, (laughs) Alison? There is an arc, and we are going to... I suppose choose which animals get to go on the ark and which don't. Certainly. And uh, today, I think we're going to focus on foxes, and I shall argue for them, for their place on the ark, and um, I'm guessing you're going to argue against them. And I shall argue that foxes are the scum of the earth, and all deserve to be exterminated and left on Earth for the imminent asteroid crash or whatever our chosen apocalypse is. Yes, that, that's the idea. Cool. Oh, perfect. And yeah, I mean, our arc is not very large. That's probably why you missed it outside. Yeah. So we are going to be quite picky about what animals we choose. Gotcha. But if you can argue a space for the fox on our arc, yeah. we definitely have to include it on our voyage to Earth 2.0. <laughs> now, when I was thinking about this earlier, the first potential issue mm-hmm. that came to mind is foxes are very, very good at hiding. And ships have so many nooks and crannies mm-hmm. uh, foxes camouflage obviously the red against the reddish timber the brown hull mm-hmm. very easy to lose a fox there mm-hmm. when they dig burrows you then sink our hypothetical arc either mm-hmm. in outer space or in the flooded earth with the oncoming apocalypse mm-hmm. which could be a huge issue if you think about it so no burrowing animals would be nice my steadfast rule to start oh, off. Wow, with. that is okay. That's a lot of animals. So you, you, you need to be aware that the this rule applied to foxes could then come and bite us in the ass later. Because <laughs> that is a lot of animals. Also, is the ark really wooden? Ooh, is it really brown? I imagine it to be silver. Obviously, I didn't see it, <laughs> but I imagine it would be silver given that we are going to Earth 2.0 which would be up rather than down. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't catch it, so you tell me. Oh, I think potentially it has a new age camouflage, you know, where they've got the active cloaking <laughs> technology and it blends in with its surrounds. Gotcha, okay, okay. Um, so no elephants, I'm guessing, because of the greyish, silverish <laughs> tint. But brown foxes should be pretty okay, visibility-wise. What about Arctic foxes? Because they're white, and lots of modern spaceships are white. Yeah, yeah. So I had brown kind of regular foxes in mind. But um, if we're allowed more more than one sort of variation, I would argue for Arctic foxes too. I like, I think, you know, diversity, variety, Earth 2.0. Let's make it the best we can. You don't think we're going to lose them in our arc? Absolutely not. I have more yeah. faith in our, us. Um, so let's, let's, not, let's not get caught up in, you know, the little things like, like camouflage. We, you know, if we have the ability to design this arc, and if we are in charge of, you know, getting us to Earth 2.0, between us, I, I trust in our ability to, to sort out the camouflage issue. Well, speaking of little things, <laughs> I found out a fact recently 
And this fact is the world's smallest fox is only 10 times larger than the world's largest ant. So it's tiny. Whoa, what? Tiny, tiny fox. I reckon that would be lost in the ark. Dude, well, for that's amazing. Like, I'm still not sure I believe you, but that's amazing. <laughs> and if that's the case, we absolutely need to take that fox on board because A, it's going to take up fuck all space, Ooh. right? Mm. B, we just put it in like a little container so that it won't get lost. And we're like, that's amazing, dude. Like 10 times bigger than an ant. That's coming, like in my pocket, right? Like it's not, it, that's coming. So I think that's a no-brainer. We can talk about the, the regular sized foxes, but, but the little one is coming too, because we mm. need them for sure. Very good. So you're going to have a pocket fox. Yes. It's, it's a revised suggestion. Yeah. Can't lose it that way. Or yeah. you could embed GPS trackers in them for the foxes and we can track them all the other. Yeah, for sure. We could do that. Ah, clever. Mm. So my second <laughs> point of contention, yeah. since you've rounded me off on every corner thus far, is foxes are dastardly. I mean, if you go back to the likes of Aesop's fables, the foxes are always the bad guys. You have a sly as a fox being yeah. a saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, foxes are the villains, inescapably so. Yes, I, I, I agree. Uh, but I think that's got nothing to do with the fox. It's to do with, like, the human projections onto the fox. So I, I, I would say that the fox is like... The victim. Oh, you think? In, in this oh, scenario. Rubbish. I think, I think people have projected their whatever insecurities as they do uh, onto the fox. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's, they're very misunderstood mm. uh, creatures. Uh, I've been observing a family of foxes lately, and they are this amazing mix between a cat and a dog. And obviously, we all love cats and we all love dogs. And the fox is like the perfect blend between the two. And I don't think there's anything, you know, dastardly or sly about them. Um, they're smart. Uh, maybe that's been misunderstood to be cunning. Um, but being cunning in the animal kingdom, you know, that's, that's okay. Like, it's, um, you know, it's a survival mechanism. So, yeah, I'm not sure the Aesop's fable argument um, is going gonna, is gonna to work because, again, by that standard, there's going to be a whole host of innocent animals that we're going to tarnish based on, well, are we blaming Aesop? I'm not sure. <laughs> based on what historical views. What you're saying is you don't trust the Greeks. I, I don't. I, I just... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's Greeks, but I certainly don't trust that interpretation of foxes being, I don't know, like, e evil or sinister. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. I think it was Pliny the Elder who, who recommended uh, that you tie a fox's genitals around your head for a headache. Something like that, I think. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe we don't trust the Greeks. Yeah. But foxes are inescapably bastards. <laughs> I mean, I have just come over to the UK from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And in Australia, everyone hates foxes. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're feral animals. They're introduced. Wow. They're, they're non-natives. And I they thought Aussies kill were everything. into animals. Oh, I'm no. super disappointed to hear that. Okay, okay. Yes, I mean, they, they climb up the trees to eat the koalas, uh, even, which is... I mean, that's a superhero move, doing that. That's like a, a Superman jump. Wow. I mean, the, the, they are the ultimate evil predators. Uh, haven't you heard they, they urinate on hedgehogs to get them to unravel? <laughs> I mean, what animal would think of that? You have to have a pretty twisted mind, don't you? Wow, okay, well, lots of new things that I'm learning today, which is great. Um, I didn't know about the, eating the koala thing. Um, isn't that a little bit on the koala though, to like, you know, adapt and be a bit more kind of proactive in, in surviving? Like, I don't know, I don't know if you can put that on the fox, you know? I, I think koalas stopped adapting millions of years ago. They're the <laughs> least. Well, we shouldn't bring them on the ark then, but... I agree. <laughs> they are the least effective animal God created, really. I, I mean, they sit in trees all day, sleep 20 hours a day, eating eucalyptus leaves, which are poisonous. I mean... Why? Yeah. And they just get killed by rampant fires. Hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know if we can pin that on the fox then, because koalas, as you very clearly, very eloquently pointed out, are incompetent. So, you know, well, it's, if it's not the fox, it's going to be something else. Let me ask you this yeah. then. If foxes started mauling cats, like cute cat videos on YouTube, a fox just runs on, starts attacking the cat, yeah. slits its throat, yeah. are foxes then the bad guys? Because, I mean, koalas are genetically engineered cuteness. They have the same body head proportions as a two-year-old, I think. Mm -hmm. There have been studies on this which show that koalas are absolute definitive cute. Koalas are cute, not going to argue with you on that. Um, I don't think cats would just hang around though, because I've seen fox v cat encounters, and they both kind of, you know, they're both smart enough and switched on enough to know that there's going to be some damage. So they kind of they're wise enough to leave each other alone. So I don't think foxes are going to be kind of the anti-cat nemesis. Because um, whatever is the anti-cat nemesis just wouldn't be able to make it onto the Ark just through sheer internet revolution that wouldn't be allowed. Mm. But I don't think foxes would be that. Um, you know, one could possibly argue that maybe dogs take that, you know, take that mantle. But um, I think foxes and cats can, can coexist. I think uh, fun fact that I actually learned about foxes recently is that they're the only dog that can retract their claws. Mm. And also their eyes, something about like the vertical iris pupil, something like that, which is more akin to a cat than a dog. That's why I said they're kind of mm. like, they're the best of both worlds in a way. They're kind of, you know, they're part cat, part dog. And, you know, they could potentially 
end the cat person, dog person debate on Earth 2.0, which in and of itself is huge. So again, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like they are starting to earn their keep. I'm not sure how, about, how I feel about this. The, the pocket fox revolution they're going to see on Earth 2.0. Now, I mean, that, that would blow up the internet. Let, let's be realistic. I don't think we can have pocket foxes and expect the internet to still function. But, I mean, you were saying earlier that foxes are a mix between dogs and cats. Yeah. They are evil dogs. They're nothing to do with cats. I mean, there was a, a, like a 1960s study in Russia, I think, uh, where they, they bred foxes mm -hmm. uh, for a few years and basically transformed them into dogs. So, I mean, they are one skip and a jump away from dogs. Gotcha. And I think that makes them cats nemesis. I think we have to choose whether we have dog animals or cat animals. Dude, I think that is way too polarizing. Like this is, you know, this is going to be the beginning and the end for Earth 2.0 before we even get there. Because I think, um, you know, cat people aren't going to give up without a fight. Mm. And they shouldn't. And neither would dog people. And like, I'm both. And therefore, I'm Team Fox. Um, I think, you know, if we want to create Earth 2.0, I think it is imperative that we have both cats and dogs because I think they're two of possibly the best things on planet Earth, 1.0. Um, and therefore, by extension, if the fox is the ancestor to man's best friend, I think it earns its place. I thought it was like a wolf as well, but is it more really a fox evolution or a bit of both? Well, they are not technically dogs or cats. You are correct yeah. there. Actually, the, the scientific name for the red fox is vulpes vulpes. Right. Which basically means wolf wolf. Okay. To which I would say yeah. that is a very bad moral lesson to bring to Earth 2.0. Because then you've got this animal which is literally crying wolf. I mean, that's, that's pretty meta, isn't it? Yes, but again, I don't think we can let, allow sort of things like linguistics <laughs> to get in the way of this like very important decision about who's going to populate Earth 2.0. We need to think about history, like biodiversity, variety, cuteness, you know, all <laughs> of this. Yeah, all of these things are key and, you know, we don't want like a revolution on our hands before we've even gotten there uh, but you're right they, they are quite divisive in that not everybody is on board with foxes as they are with dogs and cats maybe mm -hmm. so there is that but you know I think I, I again stand by the notion that it's simply down to human error and misjudgment rather than the foxes themselves, you know? It's anthropomorphism. Yes. yes. Attributing human traits to these animals. Yes, which means loads of humans should make it onto the ark if they have those kind of traits. <laughs> but the foxes are fine. Okay, so we're outright saying humans aren't getting on this ark. Well, I think we need to be... Uh, what's the word? We need to be a little bit choosy. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you can only have two of each animal. That's basically yeah. stated in the rules of arc building. Gotcha. Two of each animal. I mean, which two humans would you choose? 
Good, great question. But I think by I, I wasn't aware of this arc building rule, and, and I think by bringing this rule to the surface, I think I rest my case. Two of each animal, <laughs> as per the original OG arc builder Noah, foxes are in. Oh, you think? You think? Even if it's not a technicality. I think we don't have room on the arc to bring two of each animal. Gotcha, okay, okay. Unless it's some super-sized neo-space arc. It's like Space Odyssey point two, where we're bringing animals instead, and then it's going to be, again, run over by evil robots and crash, but I think we don't have room on the arc. Mm. Unless we're bringing pocket foxes. That, that was a very persuasive yeah. point for yeah. me. I think the pocket... Fox could swear. Yeah, I think I think the pocket foxes are they're already on board. Like I've smuggled them <laughs> in, they're in. So I think that's a no-brainer. I, I I'd like to extend that to regular foxes too. I think they they deserve their their, no. their spot. Oh no! <laughs> I think what's going to happen if we bring regular foxes on yeah. is we're going to have a riot. Did you know? In the I think it's the seventeenth century, they practiced fox tossing. So you put a fox in a sling shoot it, see how far you can get it to fly across <laughs> the boat for ship or the yeah. open sports ground you're playing on. I mean, that would be chaos on this arc of us if we have games of fox tossing. I'd like out. to think we've left the 17th century fox tosses behind. You think? And, you know, that would not, that would not be acceptable. Um... On Earth 2.0, absolutely not. I think we've got bigger issues if um, we're going to have, you know, the ARC crew mm. that is into things like that. Um, I, I don't think that that bodes well for humanity um, or Earth 2.0. So again, I think we ought to just let the foxes on. Mm. I, I think they're harmless. And I think what we should spend our energy and our resources and our time is actually vetting the humans that make the ark to make sure that they are you know the kinds of folk that we want on earth 2.0 okay. um, i think the foxes are going to be absolutely fine so we're ruling out 17th century gentlemen from our two humans on board 100 percent. Okay. possibly some 21st century gentlemen who Engage in things like fox hunting and Probably. other barbaric acts. Yeah. To which I would raise you the modern equivalent of fox tossing, which is, of course, fox hunting. Yeah. And did you know they've actually invented artificial fox scents that you use in fox hunting nowadays? So you don't need the foxes. Foxes have become absolutely superfluous. Well, well you don't need the hunting. Yes, you do. You, you, that is a great You really sport. don't. Um, the fact that they brought in like a fox alternative is, I suppose, something... It's kind of like what vaping is to smoking. It's unnecessary, but perhaps it's an intermediary thing that smokers need to wean themselves off cigarettes. So if these... Folks need something to wean themselves off fox hunting. Yeah, I suppose they could use the artificial scent. 
but that's you know that's fine. I, I I I hate to think that fox hunting, even with an artificial scent, would exist on Earth 2.0. But perhaps that's another debate for another day. But Maybe. then, what are foxes good for, really? For being amazing <laughs> animals, for making the internet. Yes. Yeah, just being themselves and you know allowing future earth 2.0 humans to experience them to see them um you know to observe okay what about this then foxes red foxes specifically Mm -hmm. look a lot like fire and fire on board a ship even an ark is bad news I think we could get some serious chaos breaking out on board if we have rampant foxes, which look like fires, breaking out on board. I think you're clutching at straws now, mate, because, well, for a start, it won't be rampant, because we're talking about two, right? Two of each, so two foxes, Yeah. absolutely within control. Again, you know, the, the crew that we have on board... Um, I trust our ability to discern between foxes and fire. I, I, I would certainly hope so if we're going to navigate, um, you know, the journey to Earth 2.0. So, again, you know, I think it'll be fine. If you're, if you're that concerned, I'm sure the costume department um, could whip something up. Uh, that would, you know, that would mitigate such concerns, you know. Uh, I hear Barbara's fantastic. Um, you know, we'll get her on on, on, mm. on the case. We're going to get foxes in sheep's clothing now. <laughs> Pocket foxes in clothes. Definitely going to break the internet now. Mm. Ooh, well, I, th- I think it's going to be a pretty close run thing <laughs> whether foxes make it onto our ark. But I, I am liking this notion of the YouTube fox takeover. Uh, I think there's definite potential there. It could fund our journey because we mon- we turn ads oh, on my. YouTube, we monetize it. The foxes pay for themselves and some. Hmm. Now we're going to want more than two, but hey, like you know, what about this then? Right, taking evolution a step further because I mean we are traveling to a new planet. We could be there billions of years, mm-hmm. and already on Earth one point we've got flying foxes. Mm-hmm. They aren't foxes, they're bats, but they're called flying foxes. And if on Earth 2.0, mm-hmm. it's like nominative determinism. So foxes are inevitably going to evolve wings, start flying around. Mm-hmm. That is going to be the end of humanity as we know it. Isn't it? They, I mean, they're going to take over the world, Earth 2.0. Flying foxes, that is the ultimate threat. I mean, already flying foxes, the bats cause havoc. They had to be pushed out of uh, Sydney's botanical gardens because they were screwing up everything. They were chasing away all the visitors. And <laughs> if you have actual foxes with wings, that is, that's going to be chaos, isn't it? I don't think that's going to happen for a start. Um, I'm super confused as to why a bat was called a flying fox. Like That's, a, that's a, another kind of journey altogether. Yeah. But I don't think foxes are going to start flying um, just as cats and dogs aren't and, you know, just as humans aren't. And even if they did, you know, the pace of evolution 
versus the pace of technological innovation, we will by then have a solution uh, for that. So I don't think I don't think that would be an issue. Uh, it would be a very slow process, um, and you know certainly one that we wouldn't be around to deal with. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I think you know for for the medium to sh- short to medium term. Um, I think they would add more value to Earth 2.0 than they would um, take away from Earth 2.0. So what you're saying is in Earth 2.0 we're going to shoot down flying foxes with laser guns. That would be a sport. Yeah, again... I'm calling it now. Flying foxes, laser guns, ultimate sport ever invented. Could be drones that are shaped like foxes. We do not need to shoot down any foxes or any animals of any kind. I think we've already established that foxes are the scum of the earth. Therefore, we are going to be shooting them down with laser guns. Definitely. I I mean, I'm overruling you on that immediately. If we (laughs) take foxes to Earth 2.0. I sense you might end up in prison 2.0 2.0 or Earth 2.0 with that kind of attitude uh, because I think you know humanity will not stand for it. I imagine Earth 2.0 will be very much um, you know it's going to be very much plant based. I reckon Earth 2.0 is going to be very much based around sustainability uh, and living in harmony with animals. And um, I don't think any laser shenanigans would be allowed. It would be, it would be completely... I, I, I'm not going there now. I, I'm going to cancel my ticket. I'm going to ask for a refund. If there's no laser fox hunting, I am, I'm out of the picture. I think Please. good luck. <laughs> good luck on Earth 1.0 um, with fox hunting and whatnot. Um, we could be flying and hunting the flying foxes as well. I know, maybe Earth 2.0 has a different gravity to Earth. You know, like on Titan, they say if you run fast, you can fly. Mm-hmm. If it has that sort of gravity, then foxes could definitely fly. I mean, they run like 30 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Humans could probably f- fly if you're fit enough. Mm-hmm. So then we could be flying around after these flying foxes, shooting them with laser guns. This is definite potential for a sport. Or we could just fly around together and just have a laugh. No no need to shoot anything down. <laughs> you are way too politically correct. Well, I think perhaps the most important reason why we can't have foxes on our ark is their calls. I mean, you must have experienced this. I've just moved to the UK, so I'm just starting to hear the fox calls. But they are the most outrageous racket makers. I mean, it's like, that's a fox call. I'm not staying up on Earth 2.0 all night listening to that. Hmm. Well, once we get to Earth 2.0, it's not going to be an issue because, you know, unlike Earth 1.0, where we ruined all the animals' habitats, hopefully in Earth 2.0, the foxes will be able to hang out and do their thing in their, in their place without being bothered by humans, which means we won't be bothered by any of the noise they make. The only 
valid point then is the interim journey on the arc. Yes. But again, given our ability to build the arc and you know the, the tech that we have, um, you know, there's some cool soundproofing mechanisms that exist. Um, which we can use where we keep the foxes and other loud animals like elephants or lions. Have you, have you heard? Well, if you're near Clifton, you'll hear the roar of the lions from the zoo miles away. Um, you know, roosters, dude, like the list goes on. Like, and you know, um, humans can be pretty annoying too. So. You know, we just make sure we kind of correctly soundproof the arc in such a way that, you know, the crew gets asleep and you don't get bothered. Um, yeah, man, good point. But I think we just need to focus on the solutions uh, of soundproofing rather than the foxes themselves. I'm just waiting for you to do a line impression. Oh, I, I haven't got one, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, you're the impressions guy, clearly. <laughs> I can't do a line. No. Okay, so you think on the interim journey, we're yeah. going to have the foxes confined in soundproof spaces? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, 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 I think that would work. But then once we get to the other end, I mm. mean, inescapably foxes prefer living in cities. Not like in the centre of cities, but in the suburbs. So they are going to be living there. And we're still going to be listening to their rackets. How, when did foxes say they prefer to live in the suburbs? They do. They're, they're opportunists, <laughs> is, is what they're called. So they, they make the most of whatever habitat they're given. And cities are more fertile hunting grounds for foxes or other such carnivals. So, I mean, like, like raccoons. Um, entrepreneurial. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, so you admire the entrepreneurial I, I, spirit. I, I do, I do. They're, yeah, they're, they fend for themselves. I think what we might have to do is invent one of those collars. You know, like they use for dogs, where they emit a really high-pitched sound, showing the dogs can hear, which is something barking. Mm -hmm. So we're going to need fox collars to stop them meowling. Something again, like that? Yeah, again, that, that's that's something I'm sure we could whip up. Um, you know, not a problem. Or you could just wear earbuds or noise-cancelling <laughs> headphones. Uh, but yes, that, 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 that is a possibility. I agree. Yes, well, I, I think there are many issues to taking foxes <laughs> on the arc. I, I, I think that's inescapable. That's been set in stone but whether they're worth it for the pocket foxes on YouTube dressed in clothes yowling away I mean it's, it's, it's a pretty fair compromise isn't it I, I yeah I, I think you know the, the rationale for bringing them on board is secondary for me as long mm. as they're there as long as they make it I'll as long as they're there you can have your pocket fox yes. we'll break the internet yep. and start again at 2.0 yep. I mean what would you miss about the internet really well, not that much. Not that much. I thought as much. No Facebook, no Twitter, <laughs> no Instagram, TikTok. We can do better. We can do better. Agreed. I think what we're going to have to do is leave it up to the listeners. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I think what we get is the listeners are going to vote. Do we take foxes on our Arctic 2.0? They will have the final say. 
And if we are taking foxes, we are going to put them up on YouTube. They're going to be yelling. They're going to be in clothes. They are going to be sitting in our pockets and they're going to break the internet. That sounds fair. Yeah, I think it's a foregone conclusion. I think you've just made the perfect sales pitch for why foxes could come on board because they want to see it and, you know, they're going to get what they want to get. There we go. So, listeners, you can vote on whether we want foxes on our arc. With that said, tune in next week where we'll be taking another animal potentially into space, potentially breaking the internet again, and potentially creating lots more YouTube videos with cute animals in clothes. <laughs> Any last words? No, I'm just, you know, I'm looking forward to Earth 2.0 with foxes. And I'm looking forward to laser fox hunting. See you then. Bye. <laughs>